0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: No, I wouldn't say it's clear yet. Uh, Adrian's certainly playing well. Luke's certainly playing well. Uh, we feel like we got two guys um, at the top of that heap that are are playing well enough to help us win games. Every uh, position is a competition. We're gonna have to make those decisions pretty pretty quickly. But been really impressed with both guys.
0: This whole camp, we've known that we've got a we got a big target with Ohio State coming up. Coach Frost knows that. And we've been we've been grinding. He's uh he's got us in the best shape i think we've ever been in we've been running more than we've ever ran we've been conditioning just up tempo more than we ever have been and that's what coach frost wants to see and that makes me feel better about what we got going into the into the game it's been a little longer than normal but um, i think guys are still excited to, to come to practice every day Um, And it's just uh, a hat tip to our our leadership we have at this university, our coaches, um, making it exciting for guys to come to practice every day. And I think we're still competing with each other. I think guys still want to, and uh, we'll be ready for the first game. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett. Later, we'll be joined here by Nate Klaus. Uh, But we're going to get into fall camp here as Robin and I have been (laughs) as immersed as we possibly can in covering Zoom fall camp. Um, It's a lot different than our normal um, day-to-day coverage that we've been used to but here we are Robin almost a week away from kickoff and it's been tough because everybody you know when we do our chat and you know people in the interview situations they want answers everyone wants to know specific details position groupings and it's really hard right now um, but the the one interesting thing that Scott Frost shared um, on the zoom on on Tuesday what was the quarterback race and and, and just you know, that is a, a legitimate battle right now between Adrian Martinez and Luke McCaffrey. And um, not only Frost said, you know has praised McCaffrey, you've heard a lot of other people behind the scenes praise it. But I think we've been just so conditioned over the last few years of it's so hard to unseat the incumbent. Um, so what was your read just on this? Is it legitimate or is it is it just coach speak? I don't want to kind of have something blow up with his position here as we go into the opener.
1: Well, if there was not uh, any competition going on, I don't know why you would unnecessarily uh, create this conversation a week before your first game uh, to put you know even more criticism on your projected starting quarterback unless you have some really uh, covert smokescreen that you're trying to throw at Ohio State to make them prepare for two quarterbacks for a week and a half. I don't think that's the case. I think that this is actually a legitimate situation. And I think it has more to do with the rapid development and progression of Luke McCaffrey than it does with what Adrian has done. I think Adrian has done everything they've expected of him this offseason. He's gotten healthy, he's worked with his guys, you know, he's he's been a consummate teammate and he's done everything right. But Luke McCaffrey is just forcing the issue right now. I think they wanted to ease him into this uh, and, you know, have a natural transition when Adrian moves on Then you have Luke ready to go. Well, Luke is not – he's kind of expediting that timeline a little bit to where here we are a week before your first game at Ohio State and you're saying that there's been no decision made on who your starting quarterback is going to be.
0: I'll be curious too, Robin, when the press conference happens this week um, on Monday because we'll be back on a normal – press conference schedule via zoom um where you know who who do they trot up there will they trot a quarterback up there at all will they let martinez go will they let both go that was how they did it a week ago um, when we were on the zoom together both quarterbacks um, got an opportunity to speak and you get the sense you know adrian he operates better when there is pressure on him a year ago i don't think he ever thought noah bedrill could take his job i don't think he ever thought luke mccaffrey was quite ready Um, At that point, but I I think things are a little bit different right now, um, especially with the nature of the schedule, there are no warm up games here. I mean, you're, you're essentially getting dropped right into the middle of the battlefield week one, and the odds are against you for the next four games. So this is really I think you just sense not panic, but like, you know, we better get this right, because we're not going to have much of an opportunity to make adjustments here with the schedule that we face.
1: Well, and one other interesting thing, Frost said was that while he still prefers to have you know the guy at quarterback that you're going to roll with uh, for the majority of every game, he also said he's willing to do whatever it takes to win, and if that means playing two quarterbacks, if not you know a full split duty situation, then so be it. And now they're in a situation where you actually have two viable contenders for your starting quarterback job. And if it's a situation where you want to mix in McCaffrey for a few plays to start, I could see that being a very real scenario. And then uh, let the actual in-game performance determine who that guy is for the rest of the year.
0: You're listening here to the Husker Alliance show, Sean Callahan, Robert Washett, as we talk about what we've learned in, in fall camp, which it's been a very different fall camp. And I'll be curious, Robin, if we even get a depth chart, um, because I, I feel like there's some strategy with that as well. Uh, you know, everybody wants to know, and we'll talk more about Omar Manning in our next segment, but, you know, the receiver groupings and and who's where, where, what's going on with this guy. And, you know, I, I know in the chat this week we were asked about the depth chart, and, you know, someone's like, why aren't Fleming and Betts on there? And maybe they are, but yeah. the coaches have done such a very good job of not showing their hand on a newcomer
1: here's what we know about nebraska's offense we know what the starting offensive line is going to be because greg austin laid it out right out of the get-go of the fall practice zoom meetings uh we know dedrick mills is your starting running back we know wandale robinson is, is going to be a starting wide receiver probably cade warner probably after that jack
0: stoltz probably is starting tight end
1: right yeah you could probably pencil him in too so yeah that's a handful of guys on an offense, including your quarterback, the majority of receiver group and uh, your backup running back situation. So some very uh, key positions still need to be figured out. And, I'm with you. If they do release a depth chart, which it's kind of a or, coin toss. Or, or, or. across the board where you're going to have three guys listed at uh, the number one at a position or number two. So uh, you take that for what it's worth. And it's probably going to be a deal where we don't know what those rotations and what those groupings actually look like until uh, the things kick off in Columbus.
0: I know one guy that intrigues me is Levi Falk. I think he's going to have a role. What will that role be? And then Scott uh, mentioned a couple walk-ons this week too, Wyatt Lever and Bennett Falkers. And to me, when when I see that, I'm like, all right, the perimeter blocking a year ago was absolute trash.
1: It's been trash for like two years now. And
0: J.D. Spielman and Ketavai Noah. I mean, they didn't want to block anything last year. Nope. And when I see talk like that, you know, I, I can envision those guys being in there. Chris Hickman too. I mean, the the they just want absolute physical beast receivers to set the edge on on those quick pass plays to Wandel Robinson or whoever that player is going to be out in the flats. Well,
1: and in the run game, too. I mean, how much of their run game is predicated on perimeter blocking? And it wasn't until the end of last year when the guys that were willing to block started to play, all of a sudden, Dedrick Mills takes off and has a great back, back end of the season. And now you're in conference play where – Uh, you've learned your lesson over the last two years. If you cannot run the football and have a physical running game, you will not win in the Big Ten. And so that is a priority. You see that with the move of Greg Austin to run game coordinator with his whole emphasis on establishing bread and butter concepts where this is what we're going to hang our hat on in the run game. We're not going to try to do all this window dressing and cutesy little uh, perimeter plays. We're going to run at you. And for us to have that next level explosive element to our run game, you have to block on the perimeter, and you have to block downfield. And the guys at receiver that are willing to do that and are capable of doing that are probably going to be the ones that play more often than not.
0: Will we see a depth chart on Monday or Tuesday, Robin?
1: I think they'll have something. But, again, I predict it's going to be something where it it tells you absolutely nothing outside of what we already know. I
0: wouldn't be surprised at all if they didn't. I mean, just saying, like, you know what? The competition's going to run through the whole week still um, because we've had a shortened camp. Um, And then, you know, there's some injury questions. I know Nebraska has been very physical in what they've done in practices, probably pushing the envelope there. Um, So are there any guys knocked out? And by putting a depth chart out, you might tip your hand on, on some of that information. So Lots to, to get through here in, in the coming days as we head into game week, and it doesn't feel like it to anybody right now um, as we sit back here, but uh, we have finally made it at least to game week, and we're looking forward to it. When we come back, though, we're going to talk more about Omar Manning and what Scott Frost shared on the Zoom on that situation. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.